tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to another episode of Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Yes. Joining me is my good friend. He's out of the computer over there. He's crunching the data. He's doing analysis. He's breaking down what is going on. Your friend and mine, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? I'm actually looking at these tits right here. Come on, man. This is a Christian <laughs> podcast. <laughs> There's no time looking at tits on the show. We're trying to fight the lizard people, dude. And you're looking at Chi-Chi's? Yeah, dude, you want to look jo- at these, look too. Look at Johnny's face. Look how disgusting he is right now. So disgusting. You can find God in anything, Sam. You can't find God. Tits are God. Even the fake ones. Uh, on the ones and two, the North Carolina boy. The know him is to somewhat love him huh? and somewhat get annoyed by him, but also then love him again. Johnny Woodard! Not everybody is going to somewhat love me again. I, I think I've well, learned that know, lately. We love you, Johnny. Johnny, uh, Broken Sim broke, uh, dropped last <laughs> broke, night. Yeah, Broken Sim broke. That's broken <laughs> Sim is broken. What is the feedback so far on the episode? The feedback is tremendous so far on the One episode. of the best episodes ever of 2020, according yeah. to Podcast Magazine. And uh, if you love Xavier Guerrero when he's not looking at tits, which is pretty much all the time, uh, he's got a podcast called We Don't Smoke the Same that is burning up the Latino charts. He'll probably have a billboard with him dressed as a Tex-Mex with a cowboy <laughs> hat on playing Los Litos Caratos live. What at, is Los Litos I don't know. I'm just trying to sound <laughs> Spanish because that's what it looks like. You, know, you drive by any of these uh, these uh, Indian casinos and they always have like some weird Mexican band you never heard of. Oh, yeah, mariachi? Like, uh, five dudes with like guitars singing mariachi. Horrible. Are you guys considered the mariachi of podcasting? Yeah, it's three of us, and uh, the only part is there's a black guy, so I don't know how much that makes us a mariachi Dude, band. black guys can do mariachi. Are they rapping yet in mariachi? No, not yet. That's not going to be a thing. That's the next level. No. Dude, you start that. That's a billion-dollar idea. Guys, uh, a lot of great stuff's going on. I've been really cranking out this premium content. You know, we do three episodes a week, and some of you guys want more. Great way to get more is the patreon.com slash tinfoil hat podcast. We're doing daily doses. We're doing AMAs. Ask me anything. I answer it all. Hard to paint like a young Christian warrior, okay? I also have a podcast with uh, someone who many consider to be a lizard person. His name is Brian Callen, okay? He keeps his hair high and tight. All right. If you want to watch me just drop truth bombs on this unsuspecting fool, go to patreon.com slash Brian Callen. Okay. And then I have one of my favorite podcasts I do. It's a spiritual podcast. How do you deal with all this craziness? You go and you get spiritual. Okay. You realize nobody's come to save you. You can only save yourself. Okay. That's it. 
And you learn that on zero. Go to rockfin.com. That's R-O-K-F-I-N.com slash zero. And tune in, dude. And then you'll learn to turn off, tune out, walk free. Okay? Do that real quick. Uh, people are talking about our shirt selection has been voted by uh, t-shirt, Podcast T-Shirts Magazine as the greatest lineup of T-Shirts of all time. I saw That's, that, yeah. It's a great, great way to support the show. I've subscribed to that. When it hit my doorstep, I was like, holy shit, man. We've Damn. made it. Yeah. We've made it. Johnny is literally the only one who gets a paperback version of it. <laughs> Most people download the app, but not Johnny. He loves to find out about the latest podcast T-shirts out there. I go deep. We have T-shirts. Uh, Swarm Troopers. What else is there? We uh, don't uh, Wu Tang. We got the Wu Tang. We still. got Wu Tang. We got old classics. We got Once Upon a Time This Flat Earth. Nas- Why such a sheep? Nasty uh, NASA. Nasty NASA. We also have. Um, uh, um, uh, what else is there? I killed oh, uh, Rage on behalf of the machine. It is a plethora, a smorgasbord of t-shirts. Space man. sex? Is that, did I just see one? Space, space sex. sex. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, the space sex. I mean, you name it, it's the best in conspiracy t-shirts. We love it, love it, love it, love it. Our t-shirt line is so good that other conspiracy t-shirt companies want to advertise on our, our, our channel. That's how good it's going. And then if you like, if you drink coffee, you like mugs, okay? You like hats, you like trucker hats, you like uh, wind, uh, knitted wool caps, knitted by Johnny's grandma, okay? Go to tinfoilhatswag.com. Guess what? Websites get made, all going to be under one, one roof soon, but that day is not here yet. That day will be in 2020, but please support the show. Guys. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the word on the street is my cameos. My cameo manifestos are murdering it. Go to cameo.com slash Sam Tripoli. Get a cameo. It's only 30 bucks. Banging out personalized conspiracy theorists for you. These two momos are thinking about starting their own conspiracy theorists. They're like, it'll I be great. I just can't imagine anybody would give a shit about hearing me. Guys, having... for $3, you guys can crank out some amazing I'm down. cameos, dog. Or you could just tweet at me, and I'll probably say whatever you ask me to. Or follow Johnny on OnlyFans. Listen, guys, uh, th- this episode's great. Great Carlwood. We were going to start about- talking about Hollow Earth, but we got into the spiritual war that is going on right now, and uh, it is a wonderful conversation. Would you guys agree? That was great. Everybody totally. talked equally. It was a lot of fun. So go check it out. Enjoy the show with the Higher Sides Chats, Greg Carwood. All right, let's get into it. Let's not uh, waste any more time. Let's bring in uh, one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, he's an OG. Could be considered the Michael Jordan of this whole shit. I don't know, man. We're going to get into it. Uh, honor, privilege to call him a friend. And uh, always a pleasure to have him on the show. I, he might be entering the five-time club. We don't know. We'll get into it. Please welcome from the Higher Side Chats, Greg Carwood. How are you, brother? Sam, what's happening, man? I can't complain. I mean, quarantine was supposed to be a couple of weeks. It's been a full year now. I'm drinking rosé ciders, talking to myself. Happy to be here. <laughs> I Listen, dude, I do so many shows, and it's only because I talk to myself all the time. So I might as well just throw a camera in front of me and try to make a fucking dollar off it, right? I mean, like, I would literally be walking down the street talking to myself if there's no such thing as podcasting right now. Indeed. I feel the same way. I also picked up a new shirt in honor of my recent 
YouTube ban. It's a temporary one, but I can't post shows for a week or two. Been there. Yep, yep. Me as well, and it's really frustrating because then your email starts to get flooded, your social media starts to get flooded with, well, why isn't the latest show on YouTube? And it's like you can't communicate because you realize that that barrier of a corporate middleman between you and your people, it's a bigger deal than you realize. You know, it's very interesting. If you go on Twitter right now, I know you don't do this, but, you know, I, did, I got rid of all the porn stars, but a couple made the cut, <laughs> and you just see them complaining about Pornhub because what Pornhub just did is what a lot of people think YouTube's going to do once they repeal Article 230, which is they got rid of all of their independent contractors and only kept videos from uh, either verified contract, uh, ver- verified content creators or partners. Or productions. Right. Or production companies, yeah. right. So they always do it for the children. Of course, I don't know how many podcasters are being trafficked, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Greg, you're one of the OGs, one of the original ones. <laughs> Do is there any consensus on what the oldest conspiracy podcast would be? Conspiracy podcast? I don't know. I would say probably Red Ice Radio because they were doing it before me, but they have totally changed their brand and they are officially an alt right show. Before any of this happened, they changed their intro to be instead of exploring alternative ideas and things, they they say right in the intro very firmly, "We are a." Uh, we're an all right show, so they they made room for me, I guess we could say. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. But right. as you see where you were, where you are now, and now I personally love that every day I find there's a new conspiracy podcast. What was the first conspiracy podcast you listened to? I mean, what? Carl Woods was one of them for sure. I mean, like Alex Jones. I used to love listening to Coast to Coast. All that stuff. I mean, like, a lot of the OG guys, I was definitely into, man. Uh, you know, I mean, I would just sit in the back of the comedy store and just talk shop with Eddie Bravo forever, way back in the oh, day. Oh, he's a podcast himself. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to. I know, but if you ever talk to him, he he's... I would love to Ooh. do that, but he doesn't want to do it. But, Greg, what do you... a guy like that. What's... You gotta let him free. Peacock's yeah. gotta fly. Yeah, dude. Now, Greg, what is your thoughts on every day... Uh, you see some new podcasts. I, I like it, but what was your thoughts? I mean, I'm okay with it. Everybody's got to find a way to do something because the idea of having a, a regular brick-and-mortar job in a, in a business that we've uh, traditionally used is just not happening right now. So I'm glad people are finding their own way. Uh, back in the, in the day when I started, I really felt like there was just Alex Jones and Coast to Coast, and this is obviously pre podcasting and you go to coast to coast for the weird stuff you go to alex jones for the documents and (laughs) merge conspiracy and and paranormal together and you know i'm happy with it and obviously the the movement has grown a lot there's podcasts all over the place and i feel like it's pretty necessary in 2020 like this is what we were training for and you really saw some people Exposed themselves, I would say maybe that's too strong of a term, but a lot of people were just playing around. They thought this was provocative, and you know, we can talk about lizard people and the elite are trying to get us. But then when the events of 2020 set off, these people fell right in line. You know, they're recommending mask wearing. They're it's like I thought the media and the politicians lied to us. Yeah. 
we might have to work out how they lied to us. Like it might take some time to digest it and really dig into the alternative angles of the overall COVID operation. But by default, I'm not trusting what comes from the establishment. And so, you know, we, we learned this year who's serious about this and who isn't. You know, uh, for me, man, it really exposed who the real punk rockers are and who are the <laughs> phony fucks. I'm saying you're right. I, I just like all these people forever who just like fuck the establishment, fuck the 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 the, the patriarchal society, fuck all the shit. Immediately it's like you know, uh, wear your mask, get a vaccine. Do I mean like just flip flopping the mental gymnastics that people have to do? I hope they warm up. Before they do it, because they're going to pull muscle with all this mental gymnastics they're going to have to pull to come to this point where they're pro-choice, but demand uh, mandatory vaccines. It just doesn't make any sense at all. And then, like, have you been called a uh, a shill yet, Greg? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you've, you, you have to be called a shill at this level. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you don't get called a shill, like people are like, oh, you're a shill. I'm like, oh, thank you, man. It means I'm doing something that you think somebody would want to pay me off for the little money I'm making. Right. I mean, that that was a weird thing it, when I started to have a little bit of success that now you're on the other side. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You know, what's up with this guy? And it's like, well, we, we entered a time when you can actually – Build your own audience. That didn't exist before. That's why I'm skeptical of Coast to Coast and what they're really about and why I'm skeptical of Alex Jones because they had to be signed off on by the mainstream because you couldn't make your own platform at that time in the 90s. So, you know, whatever. But I understand the people being skeptical because you look at – and I don't even consider myself like have risen to the top. But when you look at people who are at the top of their fields, you've got to be a little – skeptical of how they got there, but I'm just a guy doing my thing. I think the first person who ever really uh, brought that up was Jan Irvin. I don't know if you've had him on, but it's a legendary THC fight. And he said to me after the interview, he was like, you know, you're a little too polished for just one stoner guy in San Diego. I was like, wow, thanks. Because (laughs) (laughs) no, we got in a big fight, man. We got in a big fight. Uh, You know, He's telling me Muslims run the world, and uh, if you don't have kids, you're a piece of shit. And I'm just like, I, I just like, I'm not gonna fight to like fucking demon, you know, uh, you know, save some and demonize others. Like my whole thing, it always will be, man. Let people live their lives. And there's these people just want, they just like, they just pick a side. And, and, and the thing about all, everybody has these enemies, their enemies are always on their level or below them. They never fucking fire up ever, ever. It's like chicken shit stuff, you know, chicken shit, chicken shit, chicken shit. So I, I just, it makes me kind of sad, but I love where we are. Have you thought about now that YouTube's fuck? Cause for me, man, I have 130,000 subscribers on YouTube, right? That is by far my biggest venue. I don't know what it is. No matter where I went, Twitter, I can understand Twitter because my spelling is jack shit. But, uh, you know, on my on my Instagram, couldn't get to 100,000. I mean, they would lock me at 70. I just could not. No matter how many times you go on there and there's a billion blue check people, <laughs> I'm always at 70. I mean, not blue check, but the, you know, when you go on, you get all the new subscribers and shows you yeah. the little blue thing. 
Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, I would stay at 70. But for some reason, somehow, I got to over 100,000. I still haven't got my plaque, which pisses yeah, me the fuck off. That's what I was going to bring up because, I, you know, I, I, that plaque, it'd be nice to have. It'd it would be, be, be a nice capstone to the YouTube journey to say, all right, peace, I'm out. I got the thing I needed to get that I worked for, and uh, we're done here. But I actually looked into this because I was also hoping to get that plaque. I'm at 80 right now, which, you know, I never do video. So I feel like that's not so bad. I also always am telling people, do not go to my YouTube channel. Go the other Well, I've flipped that message. I was like, let me get 20,000 more, and then we'll say goodnight to YouTube. But I looked at their website, and they do say that they – they don't give it to everybody. It's totally at their discretion, and they want people that have not had any strikes or problems on their account. So that actually keeps you from getting it. So now I'm just like, I'm out the door. I could care less. Well, Damn. you should care less because what you do, a YouTube, listen, man, here's my opinion on YouTube, and I'm also going to say this. I'd like to hear your opinion on this, Johnny. Amazon. I think YouTube is going to go the way of a uh, fucking MySpace. I know it sounds so crazy because it's such a giant share of the market. But if what they're planning to do, they're just going to become network television. Right. I, I mean, you're going to have a bunch of kids on it. But I think even kids are going to be like, kids love, kids can sense when the generation before them loves something and they want to rail against that so they go the opposite way. Like, I think you're going to start seeing a bunch of politically incorrect kids popping up that aren't offended by anything because the group before them were such babies, okay? And I think that's going to happen to YouTube. And I also believe that's going to happen to Amazon. (laughs) I hope you're right, dude. But it seems like to me that this generation is brainwashed to a level that maybe perhaps no other is before, you know, because they've been exposed to media from birth, essentially, you know, these videos. Uh, so I'm not sure, man. I, I I don't. I'd love to think that, but I are you seeing it now? Like, I mean, think about what. Well, what YouTube the, even said they didn't hit their view count. Their view count. But is well, down. I'm more I'm more talking about. Yeah, that's possible. But I'm more talking about this idea that they're going to somehow rebel against the system. I just don't see Again, that. Well, no, I don't think it's necessarily rebel against the system. I think it's that. They're going to lose their audience because they are so attached to the system. They are the system. Yeah. Is that- Yeah, they're going to lose their audience. I I think that's possible. I mean, I think it's actually too far gone. Like, they're so in bed with the corporations. YouTube is Google, which is the CIA. I mean, these are the platforms they're going to use to usher in the technocracy. So I feel like they're pretty well backed up by all the puppet masters that we would, uh, you know, rally against. I just think that we have to not worry too much about platforms. Because even the alternative platforms, they're already pretty good at, at, uh, you know, casting bad PR on these platforms, like Parler, for example. Everyone says it's just an alt-right platform. So no one even checks it out unless you're already into alt-right stuff. And, you know, look at BitChute. It's all alternative, extreme content because it's people who've been kicked off YouTube. But for it to rise to the level of YouTube, it's going to need to have movie trailers, cat videos, fail videos, cooking shows, all the things that people do watch on YouTube that have nothing to do with conspiracy help make it a, a platform that is like a, has a wide breadth of content. There's no reason to put your cat videos and your cooking show on BitChute because YouTube will never kick it off. So the alternative platforms will always just be kind of extreme content. And the real key is to not give a shit, honestly, just 
plug yourself into your own audience and have a direct relationship through your own controlled platform. Dude, and let's go back to the more. old days of the internet where you had to go to a website yeah. to get smooth content. You're not getting it through Instagram or Twitter or any of this shit. I think sometimes we waste too much breath on what these corporate middlemen are doing. And, and really we should just connect to our own audience and our audience needs to be smart enough to know that that's how you do it. I mean, well, I had just asked you that, that Mousy Buddha guy, he just released one of his videos on BitChute. I'm looking at it right now. It has 23,000 views in less than one day. That's pretty fucking good. And that's off his Twitter. That's how I found out through his Twitter. He tweets it, you go, and then I send it to the homies. Why, what will help BitChute is when somebody, like somebody just supposedly got 100,000 subscribers on BitChute. That will be what will bring people slowly over there. It's like, okay. And so now I'm working with this new guy, and he's creating a system that will help you upload the one thing, and then it uploads everywhere else. That's cool. Yeah. That's nice because it doesn't take much of your time. But we are counterculture, and we will always be counterculture. And I'm proud to be counterculture. And so Me too, dude. I just don't really care <laughs> what about any platform, really. I mean, I know there's going to be some, but they're always going to be – if they're not YouTube, they're going to be for extreme content, which means, you know, counterculture, which is small. So they're just never going to rise to that level, in my opinion, because so many people, nine out of 10 people don't agree with us about this shit. They don't want to hear about chemtrails. They don't want to hear about technocracy. Wait, I don't think it's nine out of 10 anymore, though. What do you think? It's eight out of, uh, eight seven out of 10? Seven out of 10? Seven up? Maybe. Especially after 2020. Back then, I would have told you. In 20, when I started this, I was like, yeah, it's probably 9 out of 10. Like, now it's like, oh, everyone's like, hey, what's up with this? What's up with the vex? They want to ask me because they think I'm like, I know everything. I'm like, chill, listen to the podcast. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about my friends and yours at CBD Line. That's right. They reach out for me. It's a big-ass news. Guess what they got? Gummies. Boom. You love gummies. You love gummies. We all love gummies, okay? Listen, man, life is stress. Life is life can be a little weird right now, and you need as many tools in your tool belt to deal with it. And then nobody's got better tools for your tool belt. No one's got better tools for your bat belt than my friends at CBD Line. Okay, their products go well beyond with helping with stress, insomnia, sleep. Pain, overall, well-being, and improved body functions are just some of the things that can be helped by CBD, okay? They have a huge line of products. I guarantee you you'll find something that will work for you, okay? There is a real quick, easy quiz that will help you pick the products that can help the most, okay? Everything is third-party tested, so you know you're getting the highest quality product. You know what I'm talking about, Johnny? There, of course you do. If it sounds like something that can help you, go to CBD line. That's like the animal. That's C-B-D-L-I-O-N.com. Enter the promo code TINFOIL to get 20% off. That's CBDLikeTheAnimal.com. Coupon code TINFOIL. Check them out. Read one of their 2,000 positive reviews. Okay, this stuff works. Give it a try. I love CBD line, and I know you will too. Enjoy. Like on the internet, the other, I mean, on a, on a news thing, they were talking about how this was the mainstream media. 50% of the population doesn't, won't take the vaccine, they said. Which you know that means the number's probably like 75%, and they just don't want you to know. Well, because, especially if they come and ask you, if a reporter asks you, you're taking the vaccine, you want to look like a crazy person saying, no, I'm not? Yeah, I do. 
You do. Most people don't. Even though you're going to say no, you'd sit there and be like, yeah, I'm probably going to take it a little bit after a month when you uh, want to say over, no. Dude. I'm over all that shit. Uh, but- I say if you have to take it, if you end up forced to take it somehow, some, like for your work or something, try to get the one that's not the mRNA vac- vaccine. Try to get. I think all are. That's the. No, the, 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 I think the one in Europe is uh, just a traditional vaccine. Is what I was told by. A, a yeah, doctor. but Europe is different than the United States. Like our, our. See, the problem is this. Like, dude, I can watch like a European fucking parliament or some, and like they'll storm the parliament and kill everybody. Like the politicians, they're like, okay. These guys might go off. They all remember Mussolini getting it hung or his head chopped off or whatever they did, right? They don't got that here. Like, I really do believe in this country. We're all hoping that these psycho scumbags are going to wake up and be like, not trying to ruin this great thing. And it's not that we have more freedom than anywhere else. I mean, go to Thailand. That's some freedom right there. Yeah. You can shoot a lady boy with a bazooka for 20 bucks and nobody gives a shit, okay? But the point is, dude, like we have some, you know what we've always had here and what why everyone invests their money here is stability. There's always this notion that there was never going to be a coup. That like when you're dealing with the powers that be, that they're going to be the powers that be. That day might not be much longer. And everyone I think is just waiting going, come on, man, you don't want to ruin this shit. Well, I I definitely hear what you're saying. And that has been one of the challenges for me in trying to bring more of my inner circle of friends and family into the alternative space, because before I really didn't care. We would just let it go. I don't care what you think about 9-11. It doesn't affect our lives as long as we have a good time together. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now it matters. Now 2020 has made it matter. If you trust the system, there's going to be a wedge driven between us. And the biggest problem I've had when talking to people is they say, well, I don't understand why they would break the system if they're already on top of it. I'm worth more to the elite working than I am dead from a vaccine. And I've been searching for the answer to, to that question is how can I get through to people? Because that mindset is out there. Everybody's like, Oh, the, the parasite class, the predator class, they leech off of us. So they want to keep things going. Why would they break it? Because a lot of the, the uh, alternative narrative on, on COVID is that they're breaking the system. Well, I found the work of Allison McDowell. She runs a website called Wrenching the Gears. She's going to be the, the guest I put up online as soon as I'm done with you guys. And she has identified, you know, we see all these things. So there's the vaccine part of it. There's the COVID passport part of it. There's this school investment part of it where they're digitizing school and, uh, and it's tied into your biometrics and things like that. It's like, where, what is all this about? People think the end game is the vaccine, but it's not. The end game is human capital markets, as she puts it. And the best analogy so is uh, 2008. So when 2008 happened, the housing crash, they had all these terms that they made up over mortgages. You know, they turned mortgages into default credit, credit swaps and all these little things. And they're making massive billions of dollars on top of our mortgages from these just number games on Wall Street. And you know, it crashed the economy, but nothing happened. They didn't get in any real trouble. Well, they're going to apply that same template to human beings instead of mortgages. And they're going to be betting on our success and failure on Wall Street. And that's why the surveillance surveillance is necessary. That's why the biometrics are important. And that's why they're trying to digitize the dollar because we will have levers turned on and off based on like how good of a citizen we are. She calls these things uh, 
one of the things that they're going to implement is um, opportunity pathways. And that is basically like parole for everybody. They're turning the whole world into a prison and we're all on parole and we have to check in with the technocracy to make sure we're on the correct path. And this is a, a big deal. I think she's right because she she grabs their documents. She grabs their quotes from the uh, World Economic Forum. And she's like, these are exactly what they're saying they're going to do. So I think we're going to see that roll out and it's going to be involved with the vaccine. But the end game is like, because that's how I started this, this little rant here is how are we worth more to the elite with the system broken? That is how. Because once they unlock human capital markets, the way they unlocked this weird numbers games on mortgages, they're going to be making trillions of dollars off our success and failure. And it's all monitored. They set the rules of the game up, which is what they're doing right now, setting up the rules of the game. And then they play the game and they make dollars just printed on the screen. You know, all digital money, none of it's based on any real creation of anything. But this is the template they're going to roll out. There's one other piece is that, you know, when they shipped all the jobs overseas, this is another good analogy. When they shipped all the jobs overseas in the 80s, 90s with globalization, the elite said, well, now we have all this excess labor, all these cheap, poor people who can't work in our factories because they're in China now. What are we going to do? They rolled out the war on drugs and they had a mass imprisonment campaign. The whole prison industrial complex kicked off right at the time they shipped the jobs overseas. Yes, yeah. dude. Yeah. 1994 yeah. crime bill. Clintons, dude. Clintons. <laughs> so now they can't they can't house all the all the people in prison that that automation's going to replace. It's a huge level change. So now they're thinking about those people automation's going to replace, and how do we monitor those people? Well, they turned the whole world into a prison. Instead of putting people in the 80s in the prison industrial complex, now the whole goddamn world's a prison, and you can't do anything without permission. You stay in your house. The border's at your front door. Who cares about the border? The border's your front door. And if you cross it, you know, now you're on the bad side of the technocracy. So this is what I really think is coming. I think Allison McDowell has it down better than anybody. But this is what I've been trying to explain to my friends and family is how why they're doing this. Because those people, the conventional thinkers, they never understand the why. And they, they need it explained to them in a way that gets them on board with an alternative position. And I think this is the best approach. Better than questioning germ theory, because that ain't working. Guys, I want to tell you about uh, a holiday tradition that I'm starting right now, and that is screwball peanut butter whiskey. That's right. The holidays are going to look a little different this year, okay? So if it's going to be a different Christmas, you got to go hard in the paint different, okay? And no better way than with screwball peanut butter whiskey guys listen to me everybody leaves out milk and cookies guess what santa doesn't care about milk and cookies he's an old man he's probably lactose intolerant couldn't care less about milk okay he's cold he's flying around in the open top sled yeah dude you think you put a maybe go like the pope and get a pope mobile sled where he's like inside nah old school nah they don't have enough budget in the North Pole to get him a new sled. So you know what you got? Want to leave him? Peanut butter. Screwball peanut butter whiskey. Okay, that's right, dude. Nothing lets uh-uh. Santa Claus know you love him more than screwball peanut butter whiskey. Okay? Complete your favorite drinks with peanut butter screwball peanut butter whiskey. Neat on the rocks or in your favorite class, classic cocktail. Okay? 
Screwball peanut butter whiskey is the ultimate duo of two American favorites, okay? American whiskey and peanut butter flavor, okay? The end result is a whiskey that sips different, okay? From its warm and, and welcoming aroma to its delicious sweet meats savory palate with a light and smooth finish, okay? It's really simple, dude. It's really great. It could be it could go neat on the rocks. It could or in your favorite classic cocktail. It is versatile. Okay? It is versatile. All right? Simple, easy, fun. All right? Dude, peanut butter whiskey is is one of the greatest inventions of the 21st century, okay? You take your whiskey, you take your peanut butter, you put it together, and bang, you're cooking with gas, okay? And guess what? Santa might leave a couple extra gifts, okay? Maybe Santa isn't going to maybe take a couple gifts from the kid down the street, boom, throw it to your kids, okay? Dude, I, I drank a little bit of this during the holidays. I drank the Black Sheep Bonfire. Boom. It's a cold brew with chocolate milk and a little bit of peanut butter whiskey. Bam. Bam. Damn, they came up with a name for that already? Yeah, they got a whole holiday set. Bam, dude. Peanut butter whiskey is sent from the gods, okay? It is whiskey from the gods, okay? Screwball, the original and most awarded peanut butter whiskey, is now available near you. Pick up Screwball at your local store or deliver it today. You ready to get screwed? Well, do it. Bang. Go to screwballwhiskey.com. For more information and click buy now. Please drink responsibly. Advertisement by Screwball Whiskey Spirits, LLC, San Diego, CA, whiskey with natural flavors, 35% alcohol by volume. Please drink responsibly. He's right. It is going to become Joe. Did you hear what the the police in Jacksonville want in Mississippi? What? They want to be able to have full control of your ring at all times. So if you have you have a ring, they can look that right. up, and it's not even for your safety; it's for That's, any and guess, crime. And guess what? The CIA is going to do that. They're not going to ask the yeah. FBI. They're That's not going to ask. That's the whole thing yeah. right now. Like, here's the biggest problem: this all comes down to cops and the military. It just really is coming. To, and it's so funny because they're going to fuck their fellow man. And listen, if we have cops, listen, I listen. My my grandfather was a cop. I got cousins who work in corrections. I got cousins who are uh, law enforcement. I, like, dude, I love you. But the truth of the matter is, it's like you're going to be asked to crush the resistance. And you're going to make a decision. And you're going to be like, I need a paycheck. And here's the problem. You're going to crush the resistance. And then guess what's going to happen? They're going to replace you with robots and lasers and fucking uh, uh, drones and all that shit. So it's like a temporary fucking uh, band-aid on a situation. It's yeah. just real. It's just real. So I like to look at big picture because, you know, Greg, we were going to talk a little bit about hollow earth and I'm still down with that. But like for me, this is a realm and a hollow earth fits in that. Everything fits in a realm to me. Okay. Everything. It's like what you want this to be. It is because there's so much evidence. I know you're not a flat earth guy. I totally understand that. I'm not a flat earth guy. I'm a realm guy. But I, I, you know, like after this um, with my show with Brian Callen, we're having a debate. We're having Dave Weiss versus Brian Callen on round earth, flat earth debate, okay? I, I have no dog in the race other than I'm a conspiracy theorist and Brian Callen's my friend. So I'm going to moderate to keep it right. But, you know, it's like they're both going to put out evidence that's going to make you go, wow, I think he's right. They're both going to do it. There's both arguments. There's evidence on both sides that both of them are 100% correct. So my whole opinion is whatever you want this thing to be, 
it is what you're going to find the evidence to support it and you're going to believe that. So I believe we live in a realm. So, you know, we always talk about our trans agenda. The only trans agenda, in my humble opinion, is transhumanism. So what is it that these... See, you know, it's like, I understand that they want to make trillions of dollars, but they have trillions of dollars. These masses of mankind have trillions of dollars. To me, it's like they know that when their time is done, they're going to go to a lower realm of fucking hell. They don't want to go. And they don't want us to go descend. That's my awesome. They're, they're figuring out ways to make us fucking miserable and stuck in this realm, which is putting us in robots and we can't go anywhere. That, that's what I believe is the real play. Well, I, I think you're right about there being a spiritual component to the big agenda because I don't understand what truly motivates a Bill Gates to do all this. Like, just fucking retire. Go bang kids on Epstein's Island if that's what you <laughs> want to do. No one will ever know. I mean, obviously, it's not a good thing to do, but he'd be leaving us alone. Yeah. And <laughs> like, it, it's not fun to, to work 12 hours a day. And if you have a trillion dollars in the bank, why are you doing it? You know, I think they're driven by something. And I really do believe that part of it is disruption of the life-death cycle, as strange as that is. Like, the first operation was to get people to not even believe any of that stuff, which was the atheism op all through the 90s. Christopher Hitchens writing books, going on The View, God is Not Real, Richard Dawkins. Like, they, they really pushed this hard with a few key... People. What the bleep do we know? That guy? I always have Cheney, the conspiracy chicken. It sounds like a funny name, but she's a fucking murderer, right? Of, of this. She's a great, great interview. Great. And she talks about the guy who did the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know, also was involved with the formation of Nexium. And he was he was all about God doesn't exist. Hmm. Yeah, I really do think that was the first level of the operation and that we've always heard they wanted to have a one-world government and a one-world religion. Well, the one-world religion is scientism. The, wor- the, the priest of the one-world religion is a guy in a white lab coat. And look at how many people are worshiping that right yes, now. Yes, dude, yes. Funny fucking thing about it, but they're going to take the vaccine because the Fauci said to. Like, it is kind of insane that people are not questioning that mistakes get made all the time in the medical system. Malpractice, third leading cause of death. I mean, name a pill that they prescribe that doesn't have a laundry list of side effects, yet they're going to shoot a vaccine in you and nothing You're can You're right, dude. You are totally no right. But scientism is the, like, that is the, the, the one world, world religion it. because that's where everyone's faith is right now. And so I think the first thing they did is they got us to not believe in God, not to believe in soul or spirit, not to believe in consciousness. There is nothing but what you can see. And then they issue in a vaccine that does something to us in a, in a way that disrupts that cycle. You know, I'm not a biblical guy, but one of the biggest stories in the Bible, I mean, the main thrust of it is that the genetics on earth get all fucked up and then they wipe the slate clean. God says, oh, it's too fucked. I can't do anything with this. Uh, let's have a flood and we'll restart. Yes, so I, dude. Yes. We are trying to push towards apocalypse. They're trying to push us there. And I think this vaccine is one of the ways they do it. They're going to fuck up our genetics. It's going to be multi-generational. So even if you don't get the vaccine, if you fall in love with the lady who does, now your kids are tainted. Yeah. And they Oh man, you just ruined it. I wasn't going to get it for that reason because I. What if she gets it? So now I got to yeah, find, you gotta a, find no, that conspiracy chick that doesn't get it. Fuck, dude. Hey, hey, I just... I, thank God I have two kids because Fuck, my brothers dude. just got lit up like a Christmas tree. 
And oh, now I'm going to have flipper fucking nieces I, and nephews. I just want a, a technical point here. Um, and if, if you if you believe the vaccine manufacturers, first of all, that's the caveat. The Pfizer vaccine is an mRNA vaccine. The Moderna vaccine is an mRNA vaccine. The AstraZeneca vaccine, the one at the University of Oxford, is an adenovirus-based vaccine, more like a traditional vaccine. Same for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, if you believe the vaccine manufacturers. You should, because well, some people are going to be required to get vaccines for their work, man. Well, okay, that's, what, something, that's legal. No, once the FDA and, approves it, technically they can fire you for not taking it. So once the FDA says, hey, this is legit, right. they can fire you. You can't you can so say... Find me on OnlyFans, guys. Find me on OnlyFans. So if that's a wager, I mean, if that's something that you can't, there is, you can't there, afford to lose your job, then yeah. try to get the one... That's not an MRNA. Or, or you can say you're religious. There's other couple of ways to opt out of it. You can say you have an allergic reaction, but just saying I don't want to take it can get you fired. I think there are bigger things than this life. And we get obsessed with this green paper chase. And I know it's easy to say from, you know, behind my little computer screen where I have this independent job and no boss and yada, yada. I know. <laughs> but why do you think I did this? Why do you think I pursued this? Yes. Path? yes. Honestly, Smoke that joint. I think, yes, we, there, there are things that, you know, people say there are fates worse than death. I think there are, are things in this reality that we don't fully understand from our perspective as a human in a meat suit. And we'll know it when we die or you take the right amount of mushrooms, you get a glimpse at it. And I think that that is uh, what's most important to the guys like Bill Gates trying to inject us with stuff. And I think it should be more important than, you know, your job at the Apple store. I agree, dude. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree, dude. I wholeheartedly agree. And just know these people worship demons. Like Google says they've talked to the old ones. They are in full cahoots with these low-frequency demons. They know what's waiting for them, and they sold their soul. They've literally sold their soul for fame and fortune. Let me throw this out. In the Bible... Again, I hate that I'm even fucking bringing up the Bible because I'm really not this guy. But the reality seems to reflect what's in the story. So how can I not bring it up? But who gets us on this path? Jealous angels. Lucifer and the jealous angels who don't like humanity's role in the scheme. So they come down, they fuck it up. These are the people that I think Bill Gates and Hillary Clinton and all these people are actually in concert with. There are some non-human elements to the hierarchy of power on this planet and they don't have our best interests at heart in my opinion so i think that that they're in league with you say demons i mean it's the same thing you know fallen angels people uh uh, not people but intelligences non-human intelligences that i agree up humanity I, I agree. I think they're dimensional beings, that this realm is very interesting, and there's a bunch of different dimensional beings fighting over this. There's something about this realm. It was created like a terror dome or something, and like all these, you know, everyone's coming out with like, oh, aliens this, aliens that. I, I, <laughs> then everyone goes Project Bluebeam and all that. <laughs> but I think you can have Project Bluebeam and have like interdimensional beings coming and showing up because it's like, oh, dude, you believe in aliens, you're falling for the psyop. But that's if I if I had aliens here, that's why I tell everybody, oh, dude, it's a psyop. Don't even believe. Well, me. that's a loaded word too. I mean, we you really need to unpack the word aliens and what that even means because you, you're in, in your case. You're, that's why I'm you're potentially anal. you're talking about just entities from other realms, right? Yeah. Mostly. yeah, yeah, and they mean like space, you know, things coming in from space, and UFOs so, and shit. Yeah. That yeah. is why this worldview. 
uh, of materialism is so important because the first stage, if you reverse engineer, you got to get everybody to think that what's real is only what you see. There's no, there's no spirit dimension. Psychedelics is all in your head. Meditation doesn't mean shit. You get them to believe that what you see is all there is. And then you have people who see crafts and entities. And because they're in this paradigm of materialism, the only explanation is that that little green guy is from Zeta Reticuli. He's from Mars. Yes. Because you have to have a physical place because physical is all there is. That's bullshit. Yeah. These are multidimensional. I think there might even be multiple types of things out there, but people have these visitations and now they have healing abilities. Now they get these downloads, these like quantum downloads where they see the future and all kinds of crazy shit because it is all consciousness, but we're not taught that. So I don't think, you know, personally a medical system that doesn't acknowledge consciousness or the spirit or the non-physical parts of the self, they have no right. They're not equipped to be injecting you with shit. You know, consciousness has been proven a thousand times over. They still say it's an epiphenomenon of the brain and it's not even real. So what do you know about medicine? What do you know about science? I'd say very little. If that's truly what you believe, we don't think it is, but that's what they promote. So there's flaws in their game. So you're going to inject me with something. How do I know it doesn't mess up my consciousness, my ability to remote view or lucid dream or something that you don't even acknowledge is real? And it is a birthright of humanity to have these consciousness effects, these psi effects. We don't learn to develop them, but that's a qua- that's a, a sliver of what the higher side pie is about. You know, what you're doing is like, we've been lied to. What have we been lied to? Well, the fact that you can remote view fucking anything you want, but if you take a weekend to figure it out, that's part of it. I, dude, I couldn't agree more, bro. I could not agree more. It's just like the problem is we have these this population that is beaten down with trust authority, trust authority, trust authority, trust authority. And then they don't realize that these these authority people, man, it's like, dude, you can go down to the corner, buy drugs, and you realize you got sold bullshit, right? It's not the drugs you bought. That may have been. May or may not have happened to me a couple hundred times, okay? <laughs> so listen, so you could go do that. What makes you think a guy in a lab coat would do the exact same thing to you? What makes you think a guy who just is like a human being that just eats, shits, stubs his toe, wants to bang way out of his league, wants to bang deep genetic fucking pools, wouldn't do anything he can to get the most money and power, which is playing ball with these lying liars, knowing that he's lying. I mean, like, Johnny, how many times have we seen in court forensic Fucking like the people involved in like doing autopsies lie about Just, what yeah, they yeah, yeah. study. They do it all the time. Yeah, well, in that that field of forensics is oh a fantasy God. field. All of for it for the most part. All of that hair analysis, the that tooth is biting, all bad the bite marks, the, oh, the yeah. blood splatter, all it's that shit's bullshit. bullshit. When you bite someone, did you bite them when they were dead? Were they flexing? Were they not flexing? There's different ways. Did you bite them DNA? hard? Like, we really yeah. buy them on DNA, don't we? Well, dude, we just saw it last week. You're talking the medicine thing. We just saw last week where they were mixing up boner pills <laughs> and uh, uh, fucking depressants. Depressants. No, it was boner oh. pills and, uh, and like a depressant. It was trazodone, I think it was. Which Damn, is that's so sad to have a boner and be sad. Sad boners? Well, no, you don't get the boner. You just pass too. out. 
just get super sad. Like, I can't get it. It was a sedative. That's what it was. It was trazodone. You cry. I watched many of those boner pills you're taking. I've heard of uh, people splitting open like a banana because, you know, they're taking too much of that shit. Oh, you mean like it goes like the alien pod? Like a hot dog? Like a hot dog in the microwave? Sam just got real nervous. No, dude, I'm not afraid, dog. Analogy. Yeah, I've heard that you take too much of that. But that's another great point because I brought up that malpractice was the third leading cause of death. It's they do a funny little trick here with statistics is that's one category and then over prescription of medications is another category. Oh shit! And then, and then proper prescription, pr- proper uh, you know prescription medication. That's a whole other category. So you got to combine all that and say, are we better off or worse off with this medical system? Does it help people or does it kill them? You know, talk to somebody who was on a ventilator from COVID if they managed to get out and tell me, you know. Dude, feel about Greg, I got to say something, man. What you said today is fucking one of those moments where I'm like, holy fuck. And you're totally right. Atheists believe in science, scientism. That's that is their religion. their religion. Don't tell me you're an atheist when you believe fucking with just blind faith in scienceism. Trust yes. the scientists. You're no different than in the 1600s. They're like, trust your, your priest, man. He talks to God. Everybody's deferring to some expert out in the world. There are no experts. We all came here with yeah. zero context. Yeah. You have to figure it out. It is a spiritual journey to have the uh, hero's adventure and go out there and do the cycle, play the game we're here to play. No one can help you. My uh, baby's pediatrician is a smoke show with a dime <laughs> ass, okay? And that's Martha's fucking quote not mine okay she's got i mean she came in we're like jesus christ i'm like i i hated it it's disgusting <laughs> but i i so we had the discussion about vaccines because she's pushing it she's pushing it she's pushing it all and of I them go, she's pushing all I, of them i go no well they're like well well they're the ones that they're like the, 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 the. and she's a nice person but i go to her i go why are we giving my newborn daughters a hep B shot that's a gay party drug, fucking venereal disease? And she goes, I'm not sure. And I'm like, right there. It. Doesn't mean she's a bad person, but that is where we're at. It is the regurgitation of information without exactly knowing what's coming out of your mouth. Well, dude, and I've found out that half, you know, when you go to see the doctor and then they leave the room and then come back with your diagnosis, they're going and looking shit up on the internet. That's what I know for a fact that's what they're oh, doing. Oh, are they, are they like used car salesmen's like, okay, let me go talk to my boss about this no. price. And they go <laughs> drink coffee. Yeah, like, dude, I went, in, I went in with, for, for some headache issues a few years ago and the doctor, you know, was like, okay, okay, okay. And then she left the room and then came back. And the words she said were, because I'd already read about cluster headaches, were exactly the words on WebMD for a cluster headache. Like, she was just, it was so clear that that's what she was It is doing. just prestige. It and is I, like, I now I got a PhD way. next to me. And why can't I say doctor? If, oh, d- if like, like Dr. Jill? Oh. Can say, why can't I say it? My favorite new side effect, by the way, is this one that, it's like, uh, don't, don't use spirulina if you are allergic to spirulina. Like how the, they say that in every one. How are you supposed to know you're allergic to it before you take it? It makes no that just Dude, covers they your will ass. buy a radio ad, Johnny, that is three minutes long. Two minutes of the ad is them telling you why you shouldn't take this drug. This, a side effect yeah. of spirulina is sudden death. Oh, you, 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 you know. We know this in these little examples. These are like 101 examples that even conventional people 
will agree with. But then you try to take them down the path and pull on the thread, and they're like, well, the vaccine's perfect. The vaccine, they're not going to give me anything that's going to hurt me. It's like, well, what about, you know, this pill and that pill? What about the uh, benzos? You know, I actually used to really like Jordan Peterson. I thought he was a really smart guy. I've learned a lot from him. I can't believe he's not fucking smart enough to not get hooked on psychotropic drugs. I mean, I know he bought, he drank the Kool-Aid. I mean, this is his field. Hold on, so he's he's got a problem with benzos? He's crippled, dude. He is crippled. He's fucked. He's He's a shell of a man. He's a shell of a man. He's, Hold I mean, on, what happened? He he got hooked on benzos, man. He he got I don't know if he was over prescribed or what because he was he said he was on tour and you know things got stressful and he just you know how addiction to benzos ramps up and he he dude he had to go to fucking Europe to do this like extreme detox and he almost lost his life like he was he was close to death several times he said and he's been away gone for months man not a sign hide nor hair of him he's finally back in the states now. And he right. did. He had. Dude, he's Wim, probably he had, hiding something it, like homosexuality. He, anyway, he so. had he had Wim Hof on the other day to do some breathing exercises with him and yeah. his daughter to try to. And you could tell, dude, he looked. I mean, he just really. Looked hollow. Well, my heart goes out to him, dude. Me, because, me too, yeah. man, that 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 thing can get a hold of you. And I've had those moments where I'm like crying, driving to the drug dealer, yeah. begging life. myself not to do it, and it's just like, you know, the but truth the, of the matter is, like, everybody has some shit. Just some of them, either there's not enough to destroy, or they just plow right through it, dude. And that's just how it fucking goes, you know? And then then there's some people that, especially if you got to make your living talking, dude, it is really hard to have a drug addiction. And the worst part is, like, now for the rest of his life, no matter how much this dude cleans up, he's, they're going to be like, oh, you're on some benzos? Lazy-ass <laughs> motherfuckers who fucking ain't got nothing going on in life, so they got comment on shit. It's like right. it's just a crazy time we're doing, dude. It's a crazy. You know how crazy cr- you know what's crazy? What happened to believe all women? You believe them, but not when they say their kid got got something from a vaccine. Yeah, yeah. You don't believe oh, that's, that? Like, that's how it goes. That's dude. Not, that's a crazy. Mean, how it what is the fuck? literally like my choice, my body, my choice, right? The mental gymnastic that has to go on. But I one hundred percent believe, dude. This. They have money. They can print money and be like, I got a gazillion bills, a gazillion, gazillion dollars in my bank account. I don't think it's about money. I think they have so much. It's just about, it's, it's, it's a spiritual war, dude. That's so much farther. And these guys, they're, they're all like, you could, like, dude, I never trust a dude in a sweater. That's all I got to say, dude. <laughs> Johnny wears a lot of sweaters. So do I. No, he no, does. I don't. All right, the sweater's gone. God damn it. The sweater's gone. It's a sweater. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that, though? I don't understand. I, no, dude. I mean, like a dude who's always in a sweater. Always. Like midsummer. Like, well, like a V-neck. Always in oh, summer. Oh, yeah, okay. Every dude on Sesame Street, always oh, in a sweater. You're talking now, um, turtleneck. now, a turtleneck, I'm with you. You know, I'm not a big turtleneck guy. Or mock turtleneck. I was weird about that. Uh, okay, so let's 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 really define this shit. A, 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 a mock or Cashmere. a turtleneck. Cashmere all the time. Like, dude, is it's is Bill Gates ever in a warm place where he's like, oh, man, I mean, I should take. Does Steve Jobs off. get a pass for the turtleneck? Or no? no, Steve no, okay. Jobs is the biggest fuckhead of them all. You yeah. gotta let that fantasy go, dude. He's dead. Yeah, good. He's probably getting trains ran on him in the lower dimension for all the bullshit he did, all the sweatshops that he did with fucking Apple. Foxconn, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just like fucking weird, dude. So, so, so 
you know, we're getting some. I see. This is why I really think it is. Like all the documents that they put out. You know, it's like when Bill Cooper's like, I think they gave me these documents so I would go tell people about yeah. the documents. So, so. Yeah. So, I think that happens with the uh, UFO contactees too. I think Bob Lazar is a genuine guy who has led down a path. Uh, I think that happens. I think that happens a lot more than people think, dude. And mm-hmm. you know, and and then you see this happen a lot where people think they earn their way to where they are, and then they want to go off the fucking reservation, and they're like, "I'm a real boy," right? And that moment, that's when they get clipped. That's where they get taken out. You never, you're like, "Where's so and so?" You know, I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, and where's that, yeah. that fucking guy? When you get off the beaten path, yes, that's when you get fucking taken out. And I think we probably all know some people where we're like, "What's going on with this?" Dude? Especially in the arts, right? Like entertainment. You oh, see for that sure, all the time, dude. For the, sure. uh, the woman who runs the website knowtherisk.com, she just was found dead after she posted very a very long thing about I would never kill myself. I've never thought about suicide. I'm totally sane and of the right state of mind. I talk about risky things, and that's important for you to understand. And if you find me dead, I didn't do it. Well, she was just found dead. It is risky. And to bring it full circle back to what we talked about in the beginning, we – have been tested and this is what we were training for honestly and uh you know i think a lot of people when they get to the end game they're like oh i wish i would have studied more or i wish i would have trained a little harder you know guilty probably but honestly it's just it comes back to that like yeah this is dangerous yeah you are fucking with powerful people with billions of dollars you don't want to be fucked with yeah you're gonna get kicked off youtube you know if it is a spiritual battle be ready to play. You know, you signed up to host a podcast called Tinfoil Head. I signed up to host the Higher Side Chats. We are in it now. You know, we, we are in it, and I'm okay with that. Yes, and it is It is not a game. People do get knocked off, and honestly, I'm just – I feel more invigorated than ever. I was a little worried in, uh, in March and April and May – putting a computer between every interaction. I'm having friends' birthdays on Skype. They live two miles from my house. I'm, I was getting quite worried about putting a digital facade between all human interaction and then, you know, kicking me off of that platform because now it's, you know, you're dependent on it. But, you know, I had some friends who broke free from that, and we had a great time in 2020 despite what's going on in California, despite things being closed. You know, you can smoke a joint with your buddies and take a walk on the beach you know, as long as you're not scared, but you know, it's, it's not a game. And, and we have put ourselves into positions to be revolutionaries or at least counterculture figures that show people the alternative path. And I think spirituality is a big part of it. It's not necessarily my strongest suit, but I guess that's kind of what drives me at this point is that I do think there is something bigger than what we see. And I think that whatever choices I make, as long as they're uh, altruistic and ultimately for the greater good, I have I really have no fear about what what could happen. Well, you know, man, I, I do this show with Brian Callen, and we were talking about drowning. We were talking about deaths. I go, drowning has to be one of the worst things, and he goes, "No, man, it's not really that bad." I go, "Why?" He goes, "I go, I go, why you almost drowned?" He goes, "Yeah, I got real close," and he goes, it "Just a warmth comes over you," mm-hmm. and it's like. They have put the fear of death into us. 
Yes. Yes. Even ghost stories, dude. Think about that. Oh, there's this ghost. Oh, what happened? Oh, there was a ma- there was an awful murder that went on here. And, and then, like, I'm not saying that there aren't bad deaths. Uh, there's obviously some bad deaths out there, and I I'm not trying to take away from anyone's pain and suffering. But man, they have made death seem like the worst thing that people go fucking screaming and kicking into the night. Well, because you don't want to be a ghost. You want to be stuck. You don't want to be stuck in the in between world. Yeah, but see, but with that, they make you think that's what's going to happen. And it makes it so nobody believes in something bigger than themselves. That's the key. That's the key. I have said this before, Greg. I believe that the laws of physics were created to box us in to physical reality and that everything outside that is dismissed. And the smartest people in the world, people who could write you the most beautiful script you've ever seen, are fucking wordsmith. If you bring something outside of that fucking laws of physics, they dismiss it and mock you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that goes back to the op being science and the the realm that we see because there are other segments of science alchemy spagyrics there is um you know the tesla technology all a lot of different segments lead to an understanding if you unlock any one of them it'll lead you to other things i started this whole thing being into conspiracy the elite are lying what are they lying about you start to learn about these other things some people who wanted to explore consciousness they start to realize, oh, my God, the CIA's run these experiments. They've done all this suppression. Like Then you are inter- indoctrinated into the conspiracy world. So it works a lot of different ways. You could be into uh, looking into ancient cultures and discover that they had a deeper science understanding than we do today. But the, the hidden technologies, they all lead to you know free energy and spin and torsion physics. And that is what gets us to the hollow earth because the hollow earth paradigm, if you ask a lot of these Tesla tech type of people what they think about the the earth, they'll say that. Because spin, if you remember that old, when you go to the carnival when you're a kid, that old ride where you're yeah. on the outside and it spins really fast, yeah. you, lift, you lift your feet up and you're on the wall, it pushes things out. Spin pushes things out, and so there is a cavity in the center of the Earth. That is why the seismic data we get when there's earthquakes, they call it the shadow zone, because the waves can be red to a point, then they're not red, then they're on the other side, because there's a fucking cavity there. So I really think these things all relate to each other, and it, it, it's about every, every branch of science, archaeology, geology, physics, biology, it's all manipulated to keep out any kind of spiritual aspect because you talk to these Tesla tech guys, they're quite spiritual. They start to realize consciousness is a real phenomenon and that there's ether physics. I mean, ether and consciousness are pretty close to each other, but unseen energies that can be harnessed in our realm, usually through the torsion shape, looking at ancient cultures, it's everywhere. It's everywhere except the fucking box that they try to put us all in. That's what string theory is. String theory, they're supposed to be in like another dimension. That, yeah, that's multiple yeah. dimensions. The string theory, but, yeah. dude, here's the whole thing. We just did, we've done a couple of shows on not astrology. What's it called, Johnny? <clears throat> astro astrology. Astro, or, no, yes, no, astro theology. Something. Astro like that. theology, yeah. and it's like the billionaires believe in that shit. That's what they believe in. The gematria, all that shit is based on a spiritual higher level of the stars and all that stuff. But what they give us is like they're eating 
filet mignon, and they're giving us fucking Big Macs. Right, right. Which, you know, it is a J.P. Morgan quote that millionaires don't believe in astrology. Billionaires do. You know, there's a there's a level there where they don't give you the right education. If you, he's basically saying, if you aren't in the billionaire class, you don't know shit about reality unless you figured it out yourself. Because we're doing everything in our power to not teach you the rules of the real game we're playing here. Dude, I believe that's that. why, Sam. I think you're right about the internet kind of getting away from them. Because if we weren't all able to communicate, we weren't on networked right yeah. now. I don't think we would we would have this knowledge. You know, it'd be something that a few people had discovered and were unable to share with anybody. And they Dude. fucked themselves, yeah, Johnny. Exactly. Because yeah. now, what is the new oil? Data. So if they get rid of the internet, they lose this fucking oil. So it's like they may try to they may try to switch out into a new one that's more controllable, but then the data's not real. It's like my problem with baseball, right? We're doing analytics. At some point, you're doing analytics on analytics. So it's not real analytics. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. That's another thing I was, I was trying to get the other day. You know how we talk, we, we, lie, we talk about them lying about the COVID deaths, about how they're exaggerating the numbers? You don't think they did that with polio? Right. And we couldn't find that shit out, and we couldn't even find it out. We, there was we no way to prove. What? Dude, uh, the Black Plague killed yeah. everybody. How the fuck do we know uh, if we sec? thought they lied? Yeah. Okay, those are really good examples. So the thing with polio is there's a lot of researchers that say it was DDT exposure. It was a chemical that was used in pesticides. That is why you have examples where a family who lives together 20 miles out of town the dad gets it, only the dad, and it doesn't go to the rest of the family. Why? Because dad's the one out in the field spraying the fucking yes. chemicals on the apple tree. Yes. He's not getting it. He's not getting this contagious disease called polio. So they poisoned us with something called DDT. People got sick. They called it a virus. They called it a disease. They gave us a vaccine, and it went away. And guess what? We also don't use DDT anymore. The Black Plague is another interesting example because there is a book out there called Oh, God, I can't remember the title of the book, but if you were to look it up, you would look up Comet Black Death. There's a, a guy who is out, uh, looking at tree rings. He's a tree ring scientist, so he, see, he sees, like, the, the past in the, in the trees. And he saw this anomaly, this ammonium anomaly, at a certain time depth where all the trees were spiking for this content in their, in their chemistry at this time depth. So he looked at it, oh, that's the Black Plague. Well, well, what could that be about? And found out that it correlates to a meteor comet impact. Whoa! So a comet hits, it kicks up all this dust in the air, all these heavy metals in the air. People can't breathe. They're falling dead in the street. They're like, oh, it's a virus. It's the Black Death. You know, I really question uh, the virus thing as much as the system promotes it because Rockefeller Medicine, if you take it back to the beginning, it had to create a paradigm in which to sell us all these pills and all this shit, because if you look at ancient Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, Native American medicine, all these different things that we think have a lot of value now that we actually look at them, they don't believe in that. They don't believe that one person in the tribe gets a virus and everybody gets it and they're all dead tomorrow. They don't believe that. That is an invention of the Western medical system. And now we're drilling way down. You know, Now we're getting way down. Like foundational issues they're lying to us about. Vaccines, you wake up to that, great. But what about the entire premise that Western medicine is based on? We need to challenge it. They used to teach kids uh, just a decade ago. They would teach kids in, in medical school that all bacteria is bad. 
Now we have people drinking mm-hmm. kombucha trying to fix their gut bacteria because we know it's very fucking important. We also have a virome in our body. We have thousands of fucking viruses in us. We don't know exactly what they're for, but we know that you know you can come in contact with them and be pretty all right as long as you take care of yourself. What about Eczemos, dude? What about what? Eczemos? How do you pronounce Exosomes. 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 You know, uh, I, I interviewed Dr. Andy Kaufman. He makes some interesting cases, but he seems to be, I don't want to say alone in that perspective, but I'm not hearing the whole breadth of the alternative community talking about that. What I am hearing them talk about is if you eat good animal fats and you you eat. So there are things in animal fats and animal organs that we don't even get vitamins that we don't get in our normal everyday life. Those vitamins are key to health. You strip those vitamins out of a culture. Everybody's on the on the edge of being sick. So that's what I'm hearing most is that we need to take better care of our body, get the right sunlight, our zinc levels, our magnesium levels are down, vitamins A, D, A, B, A, D, C, and K, uh, and E. Like some of those are only in organ meat. So you got to learn how to like liver. I take a pill. I take ground up grass-fed beef liver and a pill because I think it's disgusting. <laughs> but, but those vitamins are important. So – I think this is part of the game. They've been doing it a long time. They make you sick by stripping out essential nutrients from the yep. American diet yep. and then sell you a pill. Well, we're going to have to reverse engineer all of this shit. I'm not worried about fucking viruses. I'm not getting a fucking vaccine. I'm going to go with nature 90% of the time, and I think I'm going to be all right. I couldn't agree more, dude. I could not agree more. As we wrap this up, man, because uh, I fucking love you so much. And I love you. I, what's that, Johnny? I love you. Okay. Love you. I love you. But I want to talk about, we were talking about this. As we come to the end of the year, you know, uh, I know a lot of you guys have had a hard year, man, that are listening to this. And I, I totally appreci- I appreciate, you know, you sticking with us and all that stuff. And, you know. What Greg was talking about is basically what my whole Zero podcast, and I'd love to have you on Zero, Greg. It's my spiritual podcast. Because it sounds to me like, because I always believe you go one way or the other, and you brought it up a little bit. I either think you go conspiracy to spirituality or spirituality to conspiracy. One way or the other, man. Uh, And, you know, I, I... the more and more I started studying this, Matt, Matt LaCroix kind of kicked it off, and Von Galt, and Von Galt was talking about the same thing that Matt LaCroix was talking about, but it was from a Buddhist point of view, and I'm like, fuck, man, it's so similar, you know, and I started wanting to get into spirituality and stuff like that, and uh, I would love to have you on that, and, and guys, I know that you've had a hard year, and, you know, the biggest thing I want you to do is, like, nobody's come to save you. You can save yourself. It is the most important. And I've tried to do spiritual shows on Tim Fall Hat, and I get it. You want the lizard people and the Pizzagate stuff. And I have no problems with that, man, because without you, we'd just be talking to ourselves. So I, I, I keep in mind what you guys want to hear, and I work really hard on it. And I know sometimes my interview technique drives you a little crazy, but I'm trying, okay? But you can, you can change your life. By talking about what Greg was just talking about. Vitamins, working out, getting into the internet. That's really what Zero's about. Creating your own shop on the main street that is now the internet. Okay? But Smart. Greg, how has your 2020 been? Have you? Because for me, man, I'm, I'm blessed. I've worked my ass off. I've worked my ass off. But I'm blessed. Yes. 
I agree. I'm very blessed. 2020 has, I probably have one of the, one of the better 2020s a person can have. All my friends and family are healthy and everybody's doing good. I know people who were servers who actually went to a technical college this year and have now graduated. Now they have a job checking on x-ray machines overseas because the restaurants are closed. Like I know a lot of people who have taken charge of their life, grab those fucking reins and they they're doing pretty well. And I, I would say, I'm no different. I make my money through a podcast that all of a sudden this year, people found way more valuable. And I also thought it was way more important to focus directly on what people are going through and trying to let them see a few steps ahead of the game. That's why this upcoming Allison McDowell show is so fucking important and good. Human capital markets onboarding all this shit technologically to Wall Street is what is going on. It makes more sense than anything else. Uh, of course, the spiritual aspects involved as well. Why do you think they have Bilderberg meetings? So they can find out how Facebook benefits, how Big Pharma benefits. <laughs> they, they coordinate. So they're all going to benefit from this. But they tell you what they're, what they're doing, and it's going to Wall Street. And it's going to be your success or failure, bet on, anonymously, the same way they did mortgages. Is this a good or bad mortgage? Just bundle them together, throw it out there, make a billion dollars. That's what they're doing. I don't get the financial aspects of it also all that well. No one does. It's intentionally complex, but you got to dig into it a little bit. I'll fight all them, bro. All them. I will <laughs> fight Klaus fucking what's his name. I'll fight that dude, dog. Wow. Schwab, wow. I'll fight Klaus Schwab one-on-one death match. Death match. I hear you. Well, I know we're getting to the end of the road. I wanted to throw this out too, because we were going to talk about the hollow earth. And a lot of people think of the hollow earth. They're like, oh, the inner sun. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I am more about the inner earth. And there is a vast, vast inner earth that people don't understand. So all I wanted to say is the Russians have only, the, the, the Russians drilled down eight miles. It's the furthest anyone's ever drilled down. But here are three things that popped up in the last few years. Oceans, the earth, the Earth may have underground ocean, or might have an underground ocean three times the size of the surface water. What? Okay, so that's one thing. Mountains. Mountains bigger than Everest may lie deep inside the Earth. Scientists used the second largest earthquake on record to glimpse the terrain 410 miles under our planet's surface, and they found mountains bigger than the Himalayas. Uh, forests. The Sun Dung Cave in China. It was found by a guy who was just walking along. Walking along, he found a hole and saw a cavity. Well, now, to quote this article from, uh, I think it's Life Science, the biggest surprise to be found here was a massive forest growing undisturbed deep in the heart of a cavern <laughs> among the stalactites and stalagmites, a feature not normally associated with subterranean recesses of caves. Down there, they found um, they found new species of of snakes, lizards, monkeys, bats, <laughs> flying foxes, all kinds of things. And I'm only saying that what does the what does nature make where the outside edge is the most interesting part of it? It's all inside. Everything is is I, I think nature is a very efficient like a nut. And I'm just saying there's a lot of wonder and mystery left in the world and is beneath our feet. And maybe that's where we go. They're talking about going to Mars. Go on, Elon. You go to Mars. I'm going to the Sun Dung Cave. I'm going to live with these new species of monkeys and flying squirrels. I think there's a vast world beneath our feet. We know nothing about it. Uh, enjoy the mystery of life. And don't worry about so much about the agenda. I just, dude, I think the world we live in, dude, like us talking right here is so much more exciting 
than anything going on on CNN, MSNBC, Fox yeah. News, Pop Sugar, E Channel, True T, all that shit. Like, dude, mm. like I really wish. I mean, I love today's fucking conversation. I, I I could I could talk all fucking day about that stuff, man. But the fact that like. We might live in the realm, and then under us is a whole nother world. Like, how much more exciting is that? Yes, yes. There's a world. There is a world beneath our feet, regardless of if you think it's a planet or a realm, or even if you think it's flat. You can't deny there is an ocean, a mountain range, and forests beneath our feet that are bigger, bigger than anything on the surface. So maybe we should look inside ourselves, look inside the earth, get on the on the pulpit and try to tie this all together like some kind of preacher. Right. Um, we have to do a, a inner a, a hollow earth whole episode. You know, Mark the Booker wanted us to talk about that, but sometimes I just let the conversation go where where it's meant to go, and yes. I learned so much today, and it was fucking great. Um, what do you think happens in twenty twenty one as we wrap it up? Well, I think the vaccine rolls out. I think certain corporations become the enforcement layer of what you can and can't do and participate in society. Ticketmaster is a good example. They said if you don't have a COVID vaccine, you can't go to concerts anymore. That is the first example, but get ready because they've crashed the mom-and-pop independent economy. There are no more independent little shops around your town. There's no more restaurants. So now if you can only go to Amazon, Walmart, and Target – or Whole Foods, obviously that's Amazon owned, and they onboard some of this stuff. Now all your resources are consolidated uh, into corporate middlemen that will require you to participate in their game. Damn. So I really think that 2021 is about we're all getting kicked out of the party, so let's make a bigger party. Let's make a better party that's out here. That's what I'm saying, man. And that's all we can you, do. Dude, Amazon's going to fall. I'm telling you, Amazon in the United States is going to In the end, in the end, you're right. But a lot of people will suffer on the road to that, which I think is closer to 2030. And it's going to be a long five to eight years. It's going to really suck. And you need to get in touch with a local grass-fed farmer. You need to get in touch with someone who sells their product, their food that you need outside of the system. You need to get your organ meats from them. Make yourself some bone broth. Really get into it. All right, Uh, dude. We're going to do that, dude. Outside of the system, you're going to have to shore up everything you need, and you can't get it from Amazon anymore. It's over. I want to get you on zero, dude. I want to talk about this exact thing. Like, how can what do we got to do to get out the system? Because, hey, dude, a couple days ago, I said, you know, I don't want to be any bigger. Not that that's possible, meaning that if I did this, I'd be suddenly fucking selling out theaters. Not that I think that I'm huge. I, I'm really happy with the little shit I got. And I kind of just want to chill here. I get that. If you want to buy a uh, grass-fed cow, contact Johnny Woodard if you're in North Carolina. Johnny, you got some grass-fed cows? Oh, yeah. We got a lot of cows. Johnny, let's make some more. Let's sell some some cows. Come on. Guys, today's show is brought to you by Woodard Grass-Fed Cows. (laughs) Do you like grass-fed cows? Do you want to eat it? Did you listen to Greg Carwood on Tim Fall Hat talking about grass-fed cows? Well, go to johnnywoodardscows.com and use the promo code Tim Fall Hat. Johnny milks these cows. Johnny, you can get videos of Johnny milking cows no, exclusively these are, these are on OnlyFans.com. Beef, beef cattle. We don't drink their milk. We don't drink cow milk. We just eat them. We don't drink cow milk, son. Uh, Greg, if in case they didn't know who you were, one more time, tell them where they can find you. 
thehiresidechats.com. And just like when you were, you know, gracious enough to host me at the quarantine panel uh, at the comedy store up in LA, I still have the same coupon code. I don't imagine it ever going away. So if you're listening to Tinfoil Hat and my name comes up, my show comes up, put in the code where the coupon code Tinfoil. And you get a free week of plus. You know, my show, the first hour is free. The second hour is subscription-based. Get in there. Dig around. You can download MP3s and keep them. I don't pull them from you when your membership ends like some systems do. I also don't know how to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Get in there and use the coupon code TINFOIL. You get an RSS feed, so you listen to the podcast the exact same way. And, uh, you know, it's all good, but... That's where I'm at, thehiresidechats.com. Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. You are living the life. I won't say where you live, but you're fucking living in a fucking paradise, and you're doing, you're independent. I don't know anybody. Your wife is beautiful. You're fucking living, dude, and you're doing fucking great, and I could not be happier for you, and I always enjoy having you on our show. So let's do it again soon i really want to get you on zero before the end of the year if you have a time open uh just talk about all the shit and we'll we'll figure it out bud uh thank you so much greg i love you johnny a little bit xg you're great uh, too and uh what is that that's the hollow earth right there it's on my joint pack (laughs) all right brother we love you very much we'll talk to you soon thank you guys thank you i love you bye we go deep homeboy Open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. You just blew my mind. Tim Foil hacks. Tim Foil hacks.